0: What is up, everybody? Welcome into episode 19 of Locked On Tigers. I am your host, Chris Castellani. Well, with the world having been turned upside down and baseball being out of the public eye for the foreseeable future, me here at Locked On Tigers has got to find ways to improvise and come up with content for us to talk about. And with this most recent decade of baseball having ended recently, the the 2010s. I feel like there's nothing better to do at this point than to reminisce on the moments and the games that defined this most recent decade, and that's what we're going to be doing here over the next handful of weeks, counting down one game a day, the top 25 best baseball games of the last 10 years, starting today with number 25. I based my list, my entire criteria, really on three things, competitiveness, how close was the game how how tight was it how tense was it um, memorable moments and results you know iconic imagery that stands out and of course historical significance what what impact did these particular games have on the sport of baseball I, and i had originally 49 games and i narrowed it down to 25 this is the official list let's get this thing started Today, talking about number 25, and that is, last year, at number 25, is the 2019 National League wildcard game between the Brewers and the Nationals. Now, coming into this game, the Brewers had lost Christian Yelich a few weeks before, and Yelich had obviously the MVP season in twenty eighteen followed it up with probably a better season in twenty nineteen before getting injured. The Nationals were on a nice little roll, probably outside of the Astros, were the best baseball team in the second half of the season. I think for the most part, the general consensus consensus, I'm sorry, was that this was the Nationals game to lose. Now, the Nationals in elimination games at home were were 0-3. for They They'd lost in 2012 in Game 5 of the NLDS, as well as 2016 and 2017. Some of those games, foreshadowing here, may be featured on this list at some point later. But they had Max Scherzer on the mound, and he came out and was firing darts. He was throwing as hard as you're going to see Max throw. I mean, I think he reached 99 in the first inning, but he was overthrowing. And you could tell, and that Brewers lineup was—it was difficult to navigate through, even without Yelich. Trent Grisham, who ultimately ended up becoming the goat of this game, not to spoil anything, maybe maybe you never watched it, but started out the game with a walk. Next at bat, next pitch, Yasmani Grandal hits a deep home run to right field, just like that. Seven pitches into the game, it's two nothing, and you're thinking, here we go again. Here we go again. Now we knew that Steven Strasburg and Patrick Corbin were potentially going to be available for the Nationals. You know, no holds barred. It's an elimination game. There is no tomorrow. All all the cliches that you want to throw out there, but it's Max Scherzer on the mound. I mean, they needed Max Scherzer to give him some innings, and in the top of the second, Eric Thames goes deep. And the Nationals, who had made a tradition out of blowing leads in elimination games at home, found themselves down 3-0 in the top of the second inning. Brandon Woodruff started for the Brewers and the intent was never for him to go very deep into that game because of the bullpen that they had Josh Hader obviously the the top gun at the back end of that pen but dude looked very good I mean hit 100 miles per hour in the first inning command was pretty solid the Nationals seemed especially which is so strange for a team that was playing at home seemed overwhelmed and you were watching this game for a majority of it thinking nationals are going to national. I mean, this looked very much like the team that was aware of their destiny. It was a team that seemed aware of the fact that it was it was tradition for them to blow a decisive uh, winner-take-all game at home, and for a majority of this game, they seemed like they played scared. Now, on the bottom of the third, they got a little spark. Trey Turner hit a home run to left center field, but the rest of the game just kind of trudged along, and, and the reason why this thing isn't higher on the list, I mean, besides the fact that there were so many great games, is that you reached a period in the middle innings where you're like, "Wait, this is an elimination game, right? This is a winner-take-all game, right?" Because it, it seemed like both these teams, especially the Nationals, looked remarkably lethargic. The the that those two home runs by the Brewers in the early innings took the crowd out of the game, and the crowd, you could just tell, was getting the here-we-go-again mentality, the here-we-go-again voice in the back of their heads, and you were feeling it. Now, Brandon Woodruff only went four innings in this game, looked very effective, only two hits, one earned run, zero walks, and three strikeouts, but then you get to that bullpen, and it seemed almost like this thing was was on lock. Brett, Brent Sutter came in through a scoreless frame. Drew Pomeranz who was acquired at the deadline went two innings, no base runners, two strikeouts. The the crowd had been taking out taken out of the game. It felt like this thing was over, and that's why it's not higher on the list. For a majority of this game, it felt like they were just going through the motions. The Nationals were going to blow another winner-take-all game at home. They were going to go into this offseason with that monkey still on their back, and the Brewers, a team that had been kind of scratching and clawing their way back in the second half of the season, especially in the last month once they lost Yelich, was going to continue this amazing run. Now, there was a, a minor spark that was provided out of the pen, in the form of Steven Strasburg, who had already been a pretty darn good postseason pitcher, but I think began his his true legacy-defining postseason by coming out of the pen in this game. Scherzer only goes five innings, gives up three runs, three walks. He was missing a lot with his location, which is so rare for Max. Did strike out six, but Strasburg comes out of the pen, and the crowd, at least for a little bit, seemed like they were back into it because it never felt like it was going to get worse than 3-1 to when he was on the mound. It was a 3-1 game when he came in. It was a 3-1 game when he left. Steven Strasburg, the winning pitcher in this game, three innings, two hits, zero runs, zero walks, four strikeouts, and only 34 pitches. He saved Max Scherzer from another devastating loss in the postseason and kept his team in the ballgame. But even so, it was 3-1, and the Brewers decided to go with Josh Hader, In the bottom of the eighth inning, he gets a quick strikeout against Victor Robles. Michael Taylor is hit by a pitch on what I still felt like was kind of a controversial call. Trey Trey Turner strikes out. So there's a runner on. The, The Brewers are four outs away from going to the next round. The Nationals are four outs away from going home and losing another decisive game at home. I mean, this thing seemed done, right? Well, the Nationals had other plans. Do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale in 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key, but so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design step on, and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight, full body composition, weight trend, even a local weather report. The scale can support up to 8 users and even know who is who. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at Withings.com for a limited time. Go to Withings.com, dot com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S.com backslash MLB to get 25% off Body Plus Body Composition Scale. So down 3-1, to one, it was Ryan Zimmerman who came in to pinch hit for Adam Eaton, Ryan Zimmerman gets ahead in the count 2-1, to one, hits a floater, a broken bat floater to center field, it drops, and all of a sudden you got two runners on with two out, and the Hardier lineup coming up, Anthony Rendon, who had been Mr. Clutch for that baseball team all season, coming up to face Josh Hader, obviously down 3-1 with Hader on the mound isn't an ideal situation, but... Rendon was the guy you want at the dish, put together a an amazing plate appearance, drew a walk, it took a really close, it was a ball, but took a really close 3-2 pitch to load the bases, and that brought up the youngster Juan Soto. Now, one thing I think that gets overlooked here is that Hayter had been struggling for a little bit before that outing, and a couple days before in his last outing of the season, they had a chance to tie the Cardinals for the division lead going into the final day of the season, Hater blew a save, gave up a walk-off home run against the Rockies, which allowed the Cardinals the next day to clinch the National League Central Division, Brewers fell into that second wild card spot, but even so, despite the struggles late in the season, you felt like Hater was on, and, and you know, he, he hit a batter. Happens. Gave up a bloop single. Had yet to give up any hard contact. But I do remember thinking Juan Soto seemed confident. I mean, there's there's nothing about this guy that is unconfident. But considering the circumstances, he seemed like the guy you wanted at the dish in this moment. He evened the count one and one. And then this happened. Wide, wide, base hit to right. That'll score one. That'll score two right, that's going to score three runs, and the Washington Nationals have the lead. They have Yasodo hung up. They tag him out, but nobody in this joint cares. An electric moment. Ernie Johnson on the call there for TBS. That crowd, which had been taken out of the ball game for a majority of it, just had not just a release of that game that you know that come from behind victory but a release of several years of serious frustration Juan Soto shot a firecracker throughout that entire stadium and throughout that entire city and that was really and the reason why this game is on the list at all is because it is a, a remarkably historically relevant game and a re- historically relevant ending I mean that play alone caused a shakeup for both these organizations. Trent Grisham, poor guy, filling in for Christian Yelich, makes the error that allowed the game-winning run to score. He ends up getting traded, and I think if he doesn't make that error, I'm going to be honest, I have a hard time believing that he doesn't get traded to the Padres in the offseason. But for the Nationals, that was the first... Of many, many moments in which they finally began to prove their doubters wrong. This was a team that had become, I mean, almost like a mini version of what the Cubs were for a long time. Where no matter how good things seemed, no matter how well they were rolling, they always seemed like the baseball team that at some point was going to blow it. At some point, they were going to cough it up. And this was the first time where it seemed like their fortunes were starting to turn around. They caught some breaks in that inning. Obviously, Hater uh, struggled a little bit with his command, but you know they they get a hit by pitch on a kind of a controversial call. They get a bloop broken bat single by Ryan Zimmerman. Uh, Rendon draws a walk, and it leads to that electric moment by Juan Soto. And you know, not to pile on somebody like Bryce Harper, but I think that sometimes all it takes with an organization is one generation defining player who can make a difference and lead your team to playoff success and hopefully to a championship. And as great as Bryce Harper was in Washington, he just never seemed like he was that guy. Juan Soto was that guy. Juan Soto didn't seem to have any sort of pretense or really even knowledge of of the past with the Washington Nationals. He was in his second year. Dude was 20 years old, out there playing like he was 35, gets what was, at the time, the biggest hit in Washington Nationals history, a two-RBI single to tie the game, the errors scored another run to put them in front, but even so, they still had to close it down in the ninth inning, and that Nationals bullpen, for a majority of the year, was terrible, and I think one of the most underappreciated trades, maybe in baseball history, looking back on it, the the Nationals acquiring Daniel Hudson at the deadline, he strikes out Eric Thames, who'd homered earlier in the night, gives up a single to Lorenzo Cain, Orlando Arcia pops out, Ben Gamble flies out to center, Robles makes the catch, and the Nationals moved on to the National League Division Series, and some of their games from that 2019 postseason beyond this one are going to be featured fairly prominently on this list. They played some classics last season and this was the beginning of a magical, magical postseason run. So that is number 25 on the list of the best baseball games of the last decade. What do you think? How, how well do you remember this game? Did it break your heart? Did it make you happy? Let us know uh, on Twitter. You can follow this show on Twitter at LockedOnTigers. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Castellani2014. That's at castellani 2 If you have a question for this show, you can send them to this show's Gmail. That's LockedOnTigers at gmail.com. And lastly, we are available on Apple Podcasts. Go there. Go to iTunes. Leave a positive review. Let me know how I'm doing. Even if you think I'm terrible, just go ahead and, and, and spout whatever you want to say. Any feedback is welcome, but I would obviously prefer positive feedback. These are very strange times. We're trying to do the most with it. I am looking forward to what this list is going to look like going forward. I think we got something uh, pretty fun here, and I'm looking forward to talking about it. So thank you, all of you, for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and go Tigers.